Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Trevor. This is the Spider Duck Network. This is a new podcast of an old podcast of a new podcast. Um, used to be called Spider Duck Gaming. Uh, I'm I'm gonna make the suggestion that we call it. It's all about the game. EA Sports. But how would it play out? So, because then we can just talk about a single game. Mm, mm. And I'm okay with talk that. about the game, how you play it. I'm I'm a fan. It's in the game. EA Sports. Get out of here, John Madden. That's John Madden right there. Also joined by two other sports announcers, but John Madden's the only one I know the name of. Uh, I know Dan Patrick. Oh my! Sure, you're that guy. Slobber knocker. Uh, wrong sport. Is somebody brushing their teeth? I could I <laughs> still run. No. That's not. It wasn't me because I was hearing it too. I thought it might have been Marcus eating something, but no. What are you talking about? I don't... <laughs> Marcus isn't even here. <laughs> oh, you're right. He's here in spirit, though. Okay. Rest in peace, Marcus. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> I just totally did the cross thing, you know, that you do. I, I did it with cross you, which is the worst part. Cross chop. <laughs> no, cross body block. DX, break it down. Alright, anyways. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about The Witcher, Trace, The Wild Hunt. I haven't played that yet. Then why are you here? God damn it, Eric. I thought it was okay. I, I thought that's what we decided on. No. You're out of this podcast. You played it. No, I bought it. Uh, and I and I played it, but like for the sake of this podcast, I haven't played it. Makes sense. Yeah. No. Even though sense. even though people have watched you on the Twitch playing it. Yeah. Do you want to know what's funny about that? Twitch. I've kind of kept that game to myself for the most part. Like the only reason why I've streamed it is because I was asked to by Travis, basically. <laughs> like other than that, I'm I'm enjoying keeping that to myself. Like, yeah, that game. That's all I can very, say about it. A very interesting solitary experience. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't want to watch it. I do want to watch other people play it, but I don't because everybody else is so far ahead of me. Because I would never watch anyone play an RPG ever. Yeah, but there's so many different choices and consequences that I kind of want to watch other people play it. That does. I would just replay the game again. That's like that was my motivation for Mass Effect. That was my motivation for like even back to like Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Like I would just play the game again. Forgive me for telling the truth here, but. Comparatively, Mass Effect sucks balls. I will uh, back up that statement. I once liked Mass Effect, and then I took a Witcher to the face. Is that is that a relevant thing? Because because you know the 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 Skyrim jobs, like people thought that was good and gave you choices and shit, and then all of a sudden, like 
you know, a million other games did it better, including... Uh, a, million, a million other games did it better before Skyrim. What's your point? <laughs> well, yeah, but there's people that, like, think that Skyrim was, like... Well, well Skyrim is Bobby's acceptable. first RPG. Who's Bobby? It's, it's Bobby. Bobby? Yeah, Bobby. And, Bobby. and, and, and also... Since we didn't, we got introduced as sports announcers, armbar, <laughs> and also, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not into these types of games, like uh, Dark Ages type of shit. And like, I love, like, you don't like RPGs though, so I I like RPGs. I don't like turn based RPGs. Oh, that's all. Like, and and most RPGs they go for the whole turn based thing, so. I, I bought The Witcher 2 a few months ago in preparation and uh, quickly figured out that my computer couldn't play it. So that that was a thing. It's called poor optimization. Yeah. It, it tends yeah. to be a thing, it seems. But I, I, I wanted to play it really fucking bad because... You know, I I, I you didn't have a 360 anymore, so <laughs> exactly because The Witcher Two is also ported to 360. But yes, you're absolutely correct. And, and like, I thought this was going to be, you know, something kind of interesting that I could like sink an hour or two into because I paid five dollars for it because I don't like the setting. Like, f- fuck dragons. Like, I lost my wow. virginity. I lost my virginity. You know. Wow. Why are we friends? I, I don't know. Just, you just well, said fuck Dragon. But here's the thing. Uh, if you would have played The Witcher 2, you might not have liked it. Oh, that's very true. I, I mean... You wouldn't have liked it. I don't think you would have, because it was very methodical, is the best way I can put it. Because you really had to... You really had to figure out your potions. You really had to figure out your bombs it, and stuff. It was very... Yeah. There was a lot of critical thinking. A lot yeah, of critical yeah. thinking evolved. <laughs> you have like obsessive compulsive disorder, you would probably die of a heart attack. Mm, well, I don't have an obsessive disorder, so that's yeah. good. I do, and it was rough. I I just uh, it seemed like something cool to me. Like, uh, okay, so my favorite comic book hero. A lot of people think that it, it's Batman. It, it's not Batman. My favorite comic book hero is act. No. no. Only when he appears in Archie do I care about the Punisher. Is it Shamrock? Ken Shamrock, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's the baddest man on the planet. Um, <laughs> Blackman. No, it's it's actually Hellboy. I, I've always been a massive, massive fan of Hellboy. Like, uh, I was talking to my boss, Phil, from uh, uh, Studio Whiskey Tango, and we were talking one night about, like, why the fuck we're into such weird shit? Because he and I are both into just the dumbest, weirder shit. And then I realized, going back into my childhood, that I was super into the Toxic Avenger and uh, Swamp Thing. And was like, oh man, I'm I'm super into weird shit and have always been into like crazy monsters and whatnot. So... This whole idea of going around hunting monsters and shit and being a bounty hunter, which is the other thing that I've always wanted, was a bounty hunter game. It it was like, okay, this sounds perfect. Even though I don't give a fuck about that time period, I'm willing to give it a shot. 
And there was that gameplay trailer that came out a few months ago, and it blew my fucking mind. So I was pretty stoked about the idea of giving this game a try, knowing that it could be something that I wasn't really going to be into. And then I played it, and I hated it. For the first four hours, I hated The Witcher 3. That game apparently has that effect on a lot of people, except for from the way it sounds, it's an average of an hour to two hours of not liking it and then getting really into it. But it, it, it turns out that, and I could get some kind of weird criticize, criticize, no, I can't say it. Criticism? Yeah, we'll just go with criticism. Uh, I could get some weird criticism for this, but I think that it's better than Red Dead Redemption now, and I think Red Dead Redemption is one of the greatest games of all time. I don't go that far, but it is a good game. Oh, I, my, I, Red Dead Redemption is the best game of last generation, in my opinion. Oh, by far. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I mean, if yeah. I was still at Galactic Gaming News, it would, they would probably say L.A. Noir. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, some people... Arkham City's a close second. I'm with you. Completely with you. So you and I are coming from the same place on this. Yeah. I think The Witcher 3 is quite possibly game of the year this year. Eh, bit of a... No, well, I can't say bit of a stretch. Like, it's up there. It really I, depends on what else I comes would, out. I would, I would have to, like, Metal Gear Solid 5 would have to blow my mind, which I'm sure it will. If I set my biases aside, I would be able to say that, but I I can't. So hotline, yeah, I'm too stupid. Like I, I'm the only Metal Gear fan here. Well, no, I'm saying like Hotline Miami Two already came out this year, and that was the game that I wanted, and I got it already. Mm-hmm. And that game was everything and more than I wanted. So, The Witcher Three is the biggest surprise in my gaming life, though. I've Never been so shocked by a game. Mm. Good or in a good way or a bad way. In the absolute best, best way possible. I, I think it is one of the most shockingly great games of all time, and I'm shocked by it. It doesn't seem as if anybody else is shocked. I'm not shocked by it in terms of size and scope. I knew I was gonna like love this game. I'm I'm surprised in terms of visuals. I'm playing this on PC, so... Oh, I hear it's fucking amazing on PC. Yeah, 60 F... Like, open world 60 FPS has never been more beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Mm. And honestly, I think it looks good on consoles, because I'm playing on an Xbox One. It looks good on consoles. I have it for Xbox One, too. I, I bought two copies. The PS4 I, I, looks damn good. The only problem with it is that the, the frame drops... Yeah, yeah Xbox One Xbox One version has frame drops too. Xbox yeah. One version is also behind. The Xbox One version apparently like wouldn't launch correctly for like all of two weeks ago. Like two weeks ago, like it wouldn't. I've seen that. Yeah, and you can like install it either for like people. The digital just... version wouldn't launch. So Trevor's the only one like playing it fully on the Xbox One. I'm. It, it seems like it. I, I mean, I haven't really had any major issues. I just have um, like I, three hours worth of it on Xbox One. I'm playing mostly on PC, so. I mean, I, I did have the one bug where it wouldn't let you save. Mm. What? So, yeah, it wouldn't let you save on Xbox. 
Yeah, the, the, the one version has a lot more problems than the PS4 version, Eric. But honestly, to fix that bug, all you had to do was restart your Xbox, which I did, and then, yeah. I mean, I only lost like an hour, so it wasn't that big of a deal. See, I, I knew the Xbox One was the worst version of it. I just didn't know why. I, like, didn't hear why. So that's pretty shocking. I, I got the, uh, the basically, a game-breaking bug where you can't continue on with the main quest line anymore because there's a brick tile on the wall that you have to use to uh, open the secret sewer door. <laughs> but... As soon as I was bitching about it and I told Travis, yeah, I'm going to put this down for a couple weeks until they fix it, they fixed it the next day. Yeah. Yeah, they've been pretty good about fixing any bugs and stuff like that. And with a game that big, you kind of expect there to be some, you know, some bugs like that. It's, yeah, it's, but it's I, the, there, there have been more than a few big game-breaking, like, what-the-fuck kind of bugs, I feel. Really? Well, okay, I haven't experienced too much of that. I haven't, I haven't experienced too, too much. Like, the only other one I did was towards uh, the end uh, where you have a mission with, like, uh, Roche and, and, and those guys. Uh, there, there's a point at the end of this mission, mission where it's supposed to trigger some witch hunters for you to fight, but it won't turn them from good to evil to fight them. <laughs> and you can't move past that point. <laughs> Because you have to kill them to trigger the cutscene. So basically, I just had to like reload uh, a save to go back to the beginning of that mission and then redo it. I haven't run into a game-breaking bug myself, but I have run into one which kept a major side mission from uh, from advancing. The one on Skellige. You're trying to find out who's going to be king or whatever. Yes, yeah, I didn't story. have any... Oh. I didn't have any real issues with with most of the stuff. I mean, I only had a couple issues, but don't go ruin overall for me, guys. <clears throat> overall, I mean, it's it's a great experience with as much content as there is in the game. Like I said, though, I mean, there's bound to be bugs that they yeah. could not have foreseen. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's also an open world game, and with any open world game comes like a myriad of strange and interesting bugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I saw Siri naked. I don't think you get to see her naked in that game. You don't. Okay. Because I finished it. So, so cool story. Her clothing texture didn't pop in. <laughs> Guess what? She has modeled nipples. You're welcome. Yay. Yeah, I saw a video game character naked. Surprisingly, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like a, the same sex scene that they play over and over again in the game. I was gonna say you see a lot of characters naked in very much the same way. I told you this game. I mean, sexist. it's not like it's not like Game of Thrones level of nudity, but still. No. I don't know. I had a hot tub full of dead chicks. That was cool, and a dead one <laughs> hanging from the ceiling that I got to I got to share that with everybody. Yeah, that, that was a special streaming moment for me. I found out that you get experience points for pick, for uh, getting hookers in the <laughs> I, brothel. I leveled you up do, like you that. You get like two experience each time. Yep. <laughs> I think it's actually four, Travis. Jesus. It's two. Oh, oh. Sorry. Tra- it? Yeah, it's two. I, 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 I swear I got four. 
I was I I was getting to. I kept on. I was like uh, ten experience points away from leveling, <laughs> and I was super fucking tired. I was like, dude, I'm going the fuck to bed. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so close to leveling. So I went to the fucking Hoover house and <laughs> banged some sleuths. <laughs> yep, Hoover. That's how you do it. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't really gone into that. I just don't really have the desire to. Uh, oh no, it's. Oh, you get experience. Come on, man. Jovan, it's yeah. great. You get the same cutscenes over and over and over yeah, again. It pretty much is. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing to be turned on by, which is kind of nice to have a game where you're not going to be turned on by anything because it's like you don't feel as weird about it. But you can speak for yourself. Okay, Travis definitely doesn't feel weird about it because, you know. He's Travis. Travis will masturbate. He'll masturbate to anything. Of course. Travis masturbates to pictures of the Holocaust. (laughs) That's just fact. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, moving on. (laughs) What did I say? Something fucking wrong? Shut yes. <laughs> yes, you did. You always do. It's not. No. Oh man, what are you gonna do with you? So uh, what I what I think I like the most about this game is that whether it's a main mission, whether it's a side mission, whether it's just some little like one-off mission that you do, there feels the world feels like there's consequences to what you do, and even so much as. You know, you you'll meet this guy randomly on the side of the road, and then uh, he'll want to fight you, and then you'll you'll beat him. <laughs> that asshole! And then, like you'll, you'll meet him again, like down the line. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. He's just the, he's the fucking dog. Yeah. So like, but there's there's other stuff though. Like there's the one mission where you uh in the in the where you start in Wild Orchard. Mm-hmm. White Orchard or whatever White it's called, uh, yeah, uh, where you can give the the one woman the potion. It's a Witcher potion though, and might kill her. Yeah, fifty-fifty. Um, and it like, but you'll hear about what happens to that girl from a random guard like later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you you actually see what happens to these people that you you know do missions for or you know try to help. And that's what I... It, it feels like an actual yeah, living, living, breathing, breathing world, world in that sense. It's living, breathing, yeah. yeah. Like, even the NPCs, you know, like, they feel like actual people. They don't all have the same voice actor, like in Skyrim. <laughs> and I like how they say certain things if you've done certain things in the game. I like yeah. how they don't repeat about arrows to knees over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> well, it, it's like in Skellige, you fight, like, this giant... Well, giant, giant. I yeah, was gonna giant. say, but oh, that, but you fight the giant, Paul White. But if yes, okay, not the yet. But it, but if you kill the giant, then they start calling you Geralt the the giant slayer. What really? I can't wait to go do that. I'm gonna go do that soon. It's it's cool. Like like that kind of stuff is awesome. Yeah, there's a and lot of depth to the world, which something like Skyrim was missing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there, and, and each. Each mission feels like like it's important. Yeah. No matter how small it is, it feels like there's some importance to it. 
unlike uh, a lot of games like Skyrim, like pretty much any other RPG where you do side missions and it's just like, whatever, get it to point A to point I feel B. Like to that's a lot with Bethesda's RPGs, like Bethesda's open world games. Like the side missions are there for you to grind and nothing more. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, I was like, going to say the same the people thing. Don't matter. The mission itself doesn't matter. What you're doing th- during the side mission doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there are certain like, like in Fallout, you'll get a few cool side missions that are worth it, but like, <clears throat> so you get a bunch of side missions that mean nothing. It's like in certain games, the open world takes priority over the mm-hmm. story itself. Like the narrative doesn't take priority in certain open world games. I like that the Witcher, you know, takes priority with its narrative, with the story that it's trying to tell or the stories, depending on which side mission you're doing. And then it give it guides you into the, into the world, you know, like yeah. it's not the other way around. I, I don't think I've ran into an NPC who's, uh, entire point of existence was merely to point out that I should go somewhere and kill a bear or something and come back. They always have something more to say or there's some twist to their story, even if it's just going to talk to someone and then them coming back and there's always something to it. This could be weird, but I, I, I feel like I remember back in the day when Peter Molyneux was talking about this game called Fable <laughs> and he like promised all this fake ass bullshit. Yeah, I. I think that, okay, so I, I keep on making comparisons of this game to Fable, because it really does remind me of Fable. I mean, it, yeah. sure, it's better. I, I love Fable, don't get me wrong, but The Witcher 3 is better. Yeah. I was very disappointed in the first Fable game for that reason. Yes. Because Marlono built it up so much, and then when it came out, it was such a disappointment to what he envisioned I it as. I thought it was a very good game. But yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was my favorite game until now. And then Fable Two. <laughs> and then oh no, Fable, fuck Fable Two. I like. I thought the, I thought that game was so bad, and then I played Fable Three, and I was like, wow, Fable Two doesn't actually look that bad anymore. Everything else is acceptable. <laughs> Fable Three has the uh, spell combining thing, which I heard Two Worlds also does that, and it's pretty awesome, but. You know, so so okay. Trevor said something that definitely hit home. So, first area of the game, or basically first area of the game, some woman's like, "Oh, my frying pan," and, and like, what? She's she's whining about her frying pan coming up missing. Some dude knocked on her window or was standing in her window. And asked her if he could use her frying pan. And uh, it's uh, it's in the very it's in it's in the main town area of uh, that place. White. I know where you're going with this, and I thought the exact same thing. It was one of those things where I was like, okay, this is really dumb, and I'm just starting the game, and obviously this is going to be like some kind of tutorial thing. And all she wants is her fucking frying pan. And since this is literally one of the first missions I did, I, I feel safe talking about this. So it turns out that this guy had gone into her house. She was too afraid to go in there. So she asked Geralt, a.k.a. Gerald, if he would go into her house 
and get her frying pan because she was too afraid to go in there. And in there is a dead man and a brand new clean frying pan that was the same one. And he broke into her house, used her frying pan to get all the soot off of it so he could write a secret letter. And I was just like, okay, this completely changed and is not what I expected. I expected just a dumb mission where he's like, I love spray cheese sprayed all over my face because I have no arms. But it, it turned out to be like this actual thing where there was a lot of reason behind him stealing her, her cooking pan. That game knows how to do things. <laughs> Insignificant things. Yeah, like Absolutely. insignificant things are incredibly significant in The Witcher 3. Including like weird creepy baby thing that's name I can't remember, but I absolutely fell in love with until he became well, I don't want to spoil that. Never mind. Botchling? Yes, that thing. No, wait. No, not the uh not the uh miscarriage thing. Well the the the, the thing oh, that looks like Godling. No, Uma Thurman, I think its name was. <laughs> oh the little fucking yeah Uma. Yeah. <laughs> was that its name, Uma? Yeah it was, yeah. <laughs> okay. So modeled after Uma Thurman, there's this ca- creature named Uma and I fell in love with it. I couldn't help it, like there was like this there was something special going on with that character where you're just like, oh shit, there's something big going on with this. Even though like when you first see it, you're like, oh, that's weird. They kept this monster and then the Bloody Baron tells you, oh, I won it in a card game. <laughs> and you're just and it ends up becoming a much, much larger thing. Like The Witcher 3 knows how to make everything feel important. Literally fucking everything. And everybody that's playing it seems to be connecting to it in a different way, where, like, I'm playing it, and Travis is pissed at me because of the way that my Geralt, like, looks compared to his. Because <laughs> because mine's a posh asshole, because he's got short hair. He looks like a posh asshole, that's what I said. I had, I had like, the faux hawk thing going for a little while. Uh... Mm. <laughs> And uh I one of the one of the things I like too is that if you pay attention during some of the missions you can kind of figure out what's going to happen in a way uh cuz cuz during the uh the mission where you're uh investigating ser- a serial killer uh, yes you totally if you get the context clues you can totally figure out what it is and then you can totally just prepare for that battle before it happens because I totally, I put the right oil and I had the right preparations before I even knew that it was the creature that I thought it was. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm right about that. And then I kicked its ass. Yeah, sometimes you can actually like feel in your own way like you're the Witcher. Which is, it's, yeah. it's a neat feeling whenever that comes up. The Witcher 3 is a good Batman game. It is. A very it, good Batman game. Best Batman game. Like, I know it sounds like a joke, but in a lot of ways, it really is. Like, you have your detective vision. Uh huh. And, and you have it, your like, gadgets. And it kind of works better than the detective vision in Batman. Like, not like, oh, the detective vision in Batman is bad, because it's fucking not bad. 
it's just like The Witcher 3 has the different way of going about it, whether it be from following scents or tracks and getting story from just, you know, examining the tracks and all this other kind of shit. Like, it it does the whole detective thing, and I didn't expect that going into this fucking game either. Neither did I, because I don't think they ever really did that in the second game either, beyond just, like, normal investigation that anyone would do while they're in the middle of a conspiracy. Yeah. Perhaps I just didn't know what to expect going in. Like, so it's honestly even even though I had played The Witcher two, I didn't know what to expect going in. Yeah. Because um, honestly, going like coming from The Witcher two, I didn't play it all. I played through just the first act. But like, it's it's kind of a like the story is really cool, and you want to get in it because the world's cool and the story is cool. But like, the gameplay was very. It, uh, like I said before, very methodical, very complex, mm-hmm. like very critical thinking centric. So it was hard to really get into. But The Witcher Three simplified all that and basically did everything I wanted it, it to. Simplified yeah. like the more complex parts. I still feel that like, especially alchemy, is pretty up there in terms of like the, its complexity. Like mm-hmm. I've never had to work so hard to craft a single potion. <laughs> Yeah. I can't remember the last RPG where I worked so hard just to craft a single potion. But then then again, in The Witcher 2, you would have had to use it to craft a potion each time you wanted to craft a potion. At least in this, if you craft it once, you have it always and forever. So that was a good thing. Until you get all boozed up when you're meditating, and then you just get them back again, which is nice. Like, Mm -hmm. that... That's another thing. Like that, they didn't explain that to me, or at least I didn't realize they explained that to me. So I had to look it up on the internet, and I was like, "Of course, you get fucking drunk just to replenish your potions. Why wouldn't yeah, you?" Yeah, for I missed something at some point, and I kept on remaking the potion over and over again, thinking like, "Why the fuck can't I refill this?" And then I slept one time to do a mission, and I was like, "Oh." Wait, it let you remake the potions? Because mine doesn't let you remake... Well, I kept on dropping it and then remaking it, because I couldn't figure out what the fuck was wrong. Alright. It's because you dropped it. Yeah, that's why. I'll accept that. Yeah. I I just think that everything it's doing, it's, it's doing well. Like, okay, so my best friend had The Witcher 2. He played it for a while and put it down, as it sounds like a lot of people did, because I, it, it sounds like that game can be kind of trying. But did that game have Witcher contracts? I don't think so. I don't think it did. I think it was, as far as storytelling goes, it was very linear. I mean, it, it had some side stuff, but not... Not nearly as much as 3. Nah. See, that's that's what's so special to me. Like, I, I've I've always wanted a fucking bounty hunter game. Just you know, they cancel Prey too. <laughs> I know Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Uh, stop. Like, I like the idea of bounty hunters, and I I like the idea of monsters. And oh, you're basically a bounty hunter. For taking down fucking monsters. 
you, you, when the fuck do you get that ever? Like the things that I've always wanted out of a game, it's just never happened. And all of a sudden it happens. And, it, and it's not, and it's not a grindy bullshit thing. Like monster hunter is uh, apparently it's fun though. It's not bullshit. It's fun. It's grindy bullshit. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Stop. It's fun for masochists. I, I just... But Monster Hunter's like... Asshole. <laughs> Monster Hunter causes a whole different dino crisis here, guys. I... I, I Stop sorry. with the puns. It's a, it's a dinosaur hunting game. They're not fucking monsters. I'm just mad. They're not monsters, though. They're dinosaurs. So it doesn't. It yeah, doesn't even count. This game, of course, you haven't. You don't own a 3ds. They're not. They're not all dinosaurs. Okay, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I play video games. I don't play baby town frolics, right, Trevor? I don't know. I don't know how to use don't it use properly. I don't know how to use it properly. I'm sorry. I'll use my words that I stole from Archer. Yeah. <laughs> Phrasing boom and stuff. Mm. I, I, I like. I finished watching the Empire's um, last season. I found it very disappointing. I haven't either. It's okay. No, nobody has though. So, so like, I, I forgot. Oh, so the whole Witcher thing. Like, I, I heard it was doing everything that I wanted ever out of a game, and I, I realized I had to at least give it a go and. I, I hate Dark Ages. I hate dragons and all that other kind of stupid shit. And it had none of that. And it had everything I wanted instead. I, I think The Witcher 3 is going to go down in history as one of the greatest games of all time, except for the fact that graphically, over time, it will not age well. I don't think it's going to age well in like two, three years. <laughs> I won't uh, age well. But then again... It doesn't have then, to. Not not a lot of games do that, you know. And, and there's a lot of games that you look at now that don't age well from a graphical standpoint, but are still great games. And they're still functional, you know. I, yeah. I think as long as they're fully functional, then I can get past the visuals. Yeah, I guess I guess that's a a good way to look at it. I, I was watching uh, this thing that nobody... Not every, yeah, not, not everything has to be motion capture. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, like, like, not everything has to be motion capture. You can have, you can have computer animated, like, movements and still make it lifelike, you know? Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I just think that there's something special about it that you know, when CD Projekt Red finally loses their mind and they do an HD remake of an HD remake of an HD remake, and then no longer do we have a or HD uh, 4K remake. How about yeah. that? 4K remake. <laughs> yeah, and then next the 8K remake. And... I mean, it, it seems 64, like 4K. It seems like CD Projekt Red is doing everything right. In, with this game, including buying a physical retail copy. And inside, getting like this compendium, some stickers, a thank you note for buying their game, a game man. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know if anybody understands what this thing is. A game <laughs> manual. 
<laughs> no, this is not a collector's edition. This was this is just oh, the normal edition. Because I got the collector's edition. It came with all that. Yeah, I got the normal edition. Yeah. It comes. There's it, a, yeah, collector's edition also comes with a cloth map. And um, funny thing, it comes with a regular standard retail game case. And it mm-hmm. also comes with a steel case. So you have two cases for The Witcher 3. Yeah, but this <laughs> thing also has something that I haven't seen since, like, I don't know when. Since I, before I. get a Witcher I, necklace. Yeah, that's. Pretty once cool. again, I'm proud of the fact that I've lost virginity at some point. I make this. I, I don't. Uh, I'm jelly of the. Judge all you want to. I'm jelly of you <laughs> having the Witcher medallion, I'm not going to lie. I have one from The Witcher 2. So. Damn it. <laughs> it. It has a game manual, guys, and that excited me. A game manual that you can actually, that's actually paper? Yeah, a real game manual. Like, I don't know if... <laughs> I thought those only existed for fighting games. What's a fighting game? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's one of those things that... that uh, I want to bust your ball so bad, Jovan, but I can't because you know how much I love you. So I can't even like bring myself to joke about this. It makes me sad. I'm too tired, I'm too tired to think. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, I mean, the, the Witcher, the Witcher does everything right. CD Projekt did everything right, um, and they've sold four million copies of it already. Holy fuck balls! What? Yeah, four yeah. million already. Yep. Fuck. Four million. And they deserve it. So obviously, <laughs> until Black Ops Three beats that record later this year. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's Call of Duty, but, but I mean, the, honestly, like four million is fucking impressive, for uh, especially for a niche RPG. Most people haven't heard of, considering it was on PC for since its original iteration. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck did the uh, the the videos, the uh, trailer videos? What do you mean? Who did the trailers for the game? Like the CG trailers? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I have no idea, but they were also amazing. Especially that uh, last people, one. Maybe the same people who do Blizzards? Or does Blizzard do their CG trailers internally? I thought they did theirs internally. Uh, I... I I want to at least pretend that it's the people who did DC Universe Online's because they really have that feeling of like this excitement to just like hop in and play the fucking game. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't even watch those until yesterday after I beat the game. I was like, "Holy fuck, these are really cool." The one in particular <laughs> where he's fighting the naked lady is pretty fun. The vampire? Yeah. Yeah, in the barn. That's yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. It's awesome. Has anyone read the books? No, and I am going to. I, yeah, I, I haven't yet, but I just uh, I just uh, got the first one off of Amazon for Kindle. So. I don't know how many there are. Uh, well, there's two. There's like seven. There's two collections of short stories, and then I think there's four that make up the saga. I've not read the saga, but I have read one of the uh, short story collections. Can we not say saga when we talk about this? Because when you talk about books and you say saga, I think Twilight Saga. Well, I mean, that's what it's called. It's called the Witcher Saga. 
Both of them have vampires. It's actually a saga, unlike Twilight. That doesn't deserve to be called a saga. Saga. But they called it a saga to make it sound more epic, even though it isn't. Yeah, like the Star Wars saga doesn't should be. But anyways, moving on. Mm. Mm. I, I I I definitely want to read those books. I they're pretty good yeah, actually. It's gotten me pumped to get more into the Witcher universe in general. Yeah, the the writer whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce. Uh, I think you should Andre, try Andre something. Andre, actually, I don't even remember it now. Andre, is it on the back of the box? I think it's like Saprowski. It's something right like now. that. Something but anyways, like... he reminds. He reminds me a lot of George R. R. Martin, so I'm actually really liking the book. He doesn't. Too. He doesn't kill people off unnecessarily. <laughs> no, no, that's true. I mean, if you, I mean, all the deaths that happen in the course of the game make sense. Yeah, and and drive the story forward. Yeah, I meant more so in the style of writing rather than the content. I figured. Yeah, who's George R. R. Martin? The man who makes a wonderful Game of Thrones, which you refuse to watch because you're a fuck. Oh, well, yeah, because... Dark Ages. Dark Ages, yeah, exactly. So you don't That's like Dark because... Ages and you don't like sci-fi. Like, man. I know, it's so fucking weird. What the weird. fuck is the matter with I you? know! Hold on a minute. Did you say you don't like sci-fi? Yeah, I don't. You fucking what, mate? Why is it that, like, my Damn. real friends know this? Jesus, come on, Travis. Yeah, like I knew that you didn't like fantasy, but I know it's fucking weird. It is absolutely fucking weird. I know it's Eric. You're fucking ridiculous. I know. Fucking hey. Sorry, these aren't things that I'm into. But every now and then, something does it so fucking right that I'm into it. Like and you like Star fucking Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, like I fucking love you like Star Wars. fucking bullshit ass Star Wars, but you don't like Star Trek. Well, Star Trek is more for, like, actual smart people. Hey, first of all, fuck you right in the eight. You know, no, no, no. To put, not- it more delic- to put it more delicately, I will say that it's highbrow sci-fi rather than adventure yeah, like Trek, and laser. Trek, like, like, like Roddenberry and, like, his producers, like, actually got NASA people to, like... Put the scientific accuracy of the of like what was actually like they were researching in space in the show at the time. So like Star Trek really got the nerdy stigma, whereas Star Wars is just you know Good. science fantasy instead of actual yeah. science. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's like a live action cartoon. I like live action cartoon type things. I liked Pee Wee's Playhouse and shit. Eric was also a big fan of Masters of the Universe. I I wish that were true, but then I did say, "Hey, I." Oh man, me and my friends just all. Oh, oh my god, we can't ever stop singing that song whenever it comes on. Just it's, don't stop singing it. It's so good. It's the most catchy thing ever. It is. I I played it on a stream one time. It's a true story. I don't even remember how that came like up. A couple other hundred people have done that, so you're not special. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> uh-huh. I'm fucking more special than those motherfuckers, obviously. <laughs> 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 but uh, okay, so we should probably talk about The Witcher. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, we definitely should. 
So who thinks that the game is super sexist? <laughs> Anita Sarkeesian does. <laughs> well, of course she does. Anita Sarkeesian also thinks that the perfect female character is a completely emotionless, faceless person. So take from Alex, that way. Alex <laughs> Hashtag Gamergate? <laughs> Wait, God. if I say that, don't I provoke them? Like, if I... Yes, you do. They're gonna... <laughs> Oh God! And now we have to ignore their bullshit. All right, sorry. In Rami, we trust. (laughs) Hey, Gamergate people, you're scumbags. The end. (laughs) Oh no! Don't do this. I mean, Rami Ismail has to take care of this now. Like, dude, dude works on Nuclear Throne. Dude works on taking down Gamergate almost single-handedly at this point in time. It's just so dumb. Like, the whole thing is just so dumb. But anyway, The Witcher 3. I, I don't understand how it's sexist. That w- that was one of the big problems, was a lot of assholes. I mean, a lot of people have, like, come to the conclusion that if you really do truly say that The Witcher 3 is sexist, you, did, you didn't play the game. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I don't understand how... ...to make that statement. How? Because yeah, the most most powerful characters are the women. Yeah, I was going to say everybody's a strong female character, and oh no, Geralt's, Geralt's boning these women because these women want to bone him, not because of like it, they they're trophy fucking him. Does anybody realize this? He's a trophy fuck for them. Yeah, I mean the one blonde, uh, she she straight up just like used him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't him being like, uh, yo, girl, let me get into that snatch hole. <laughs> and, sure and the, nothing like that. And the, the, the relationships feel, like, genuine. Yeah. yeah. But no matter what kind of relationship it is, it feels genuine when it's happening. Yeah. I feel like I've made a bad decision. I don't know. Same people, like, went up in arms about, you know, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow and Age of Ultron. I mean... Like, wait, people idiots, watch that? Idiots drove Joss Whedon off Twitter. But then again, in in their defense, I don't really understand why he had to quit Twitter because of that. But whatever. I think that why does any celebrity quit Twitter? It's just like it's just walk away from the computer. That uh, like, I <laughs> walk away from the computer. Because they make more headlines if they quit Twitter. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> because you know he quit Twitter. Tells you right there. I think a really important aspect of it, which people gloss over a lot of the time, is the context in which uh, a woman or a minority is I don't know. Uh, portrayed in a negative way. Yeah, I, I I see your point with that. I just feel like they're just looking for faults. Like, they just look Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm, ag- I'm, agreeing, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with. Oh, you. okay, okay. Yeah. I think so, that they, I think that they don't look at the context. They yeah. think that it's an automatically a bad thing. Whereas if it's if it's portrayed as a bad thing, like uh, the racism against the elves in the game, it's not portrayed as a good thing. It's portrayed as a very bad thing. It's not promoting racism. Societally, though, we are now programmed to look at everything in a negative light. Like, that's something that I've been working on for, like, 
I don't know, the past year and a half or whatever is to no longer try to point out the faults of everything because I chose not to review games anymore because that's what we had to do when we reviewed games still was, yo, I got to find every problem. Sorry. Let me do this. Like ever since I could, huh? Just turned into cynics. Yes, we all did. Every fucking one of us. Besides Greg, but that dude's like, you know, the perfect human being. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I mean, I try, like, obviously everybody's going to have negative thoughts, but, but you're right, everything's so negative nowadays, it's like, where does it end? Like, why, why do you have to be negative about everything? Like, maybe it's not for you, but that doesn't mean it's not for every, you know, there's somebody out there that this thing is for. See, I think jazz punk is actually the fault of this. Like that game is just perfect <laughs> and, and nothing in the world will ever be jazz punk. So I'm kind of ruined. Yeah. Ruined. In fact, mm. like, but you know, people have fun with this whole, Oh, it's sexist things. Like, dude, you know how fucked we are it's- when Hillary Clinton becomes president? All of a sudden, these honestly, it's it's like as far as as far as in context to The Witcher, yeah, I think a lot of it is more just jump on the bandwagon to get clicks than it is their actual feelings behind it. Well, yeah. of course. And then part of it is is like Travis said, they don't have context to what's going on. It's just like they see Geralt having sex with all these women in a game, and it's like, uh, well, he must be a womanizer then. He's not. He he even he even says something at some point in time in the game where or maybe no it's uh one of the little kids you go into a schoolhouse and there's a little kid and I can't remember the word he uses because I had never heard it before but it was like some uh, it was something to do with like banging and the little kid's like is it true that you're fucking everything basically and he's like. <laughs> You could choose to basically go, yeah, I'm a witcher. That's what I do. I fuck things. <laughs> like, uh, people are interested in witchers in this world. Like, the women are super into witchers. Cool. You know, uh, I'm sorry. But a few years ago, we were in a fucking space and time where everybody wanted to fuck a vampire. <laughs> and okay. and and now like because something makes sense out of the reason that it, in the in this world women want to bang the shit out of something all of a sudden that's bad because like yeah. oh no women have a sex symbol and guys are pigs because they find something attractive <laughs> but uh, again I, I think it comes down to how most of these, you know, with, with the relationships with these women's, as far as in the game goes, they're genuine. Like, you have these feelings for Triss. Yeah. You have these feelings for Yennefer. Yennefer's a douche. <laughs> Pretty much. Sorry, yeah. those are my feelings. <laughs> I, I do prefer Triss. <clears throat> yeah. I don't like, I like redheads. Yennefer. I don't like redheads at all, but Triss... Because you're wrong, but... Triss I'll be on Team Yennefer. Triss is a nice lady. I Jennifer. Feel, I feel like she had an accent in the second one, but I guess not. <laughs> I, I thought she, I could have sworn Triss had an accent with The Witcher too, but I guess she didn't. I 
Well, her voice acting is fairly wooden in this game. I I've I've heard the uh, Witcher two voice acting for her, and she was almost a Jill Sandwich. It sounded like so. I don't know how it's, how it comparatively it's wooden this time around. From what I remember, let me put it that way. I could be wrong. Maybe she should take this microphone because she, the master of microphoning. <laughs> mm-hmm. That voice acting sounded bad in The Witcher 2. I, I think that everything in The Witcher 3 sounds pretty damn good. Like, I've watched a little... Yeah, I thought so, too. I've purposely gone back and, and watched a little bit of uh, Witcher shit from the past, like Witcher 1 and 2 playthroughs. Not, like, full playthroughs, because I don't know how you do that if it's open world. But I, I want to go back and watch some of that shit because I'm very interested in the world now. And, yeah. you know, I see The Witcher 1, I've seen the gameplay, and that game looks like just hot steaming piles of garbage. Yeah, it's supposedly it's very different. Yeah, I mean, at the time it came out, it was great. And it was different. And it was something new. Like Resident Evil 1, director's cut. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, it, mm. Yes. Point. I mean that that's the thing. Like sometimes like and it's actually something that Javon said earlier. So a game can look dated, but if it still feels right, it still feels right. Whereas some of these games have the opposite where they don't feel good anymore. So they just get dated completely and to where you can't even play them anymore. And a game like Resident Evil or even The Witcher One kinda goes in that category. In all fairness, The Witcher Three doesn't particularly feel good. It it feels good. It doesn't feel nearly as good as it should in terms of like combat. Yeah, there's definitely some improvement to be had, but it's definitely it's a lot easier to pick up and and know what you're supposed to do and pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The combat's not what I have the problem with, by the way. It's the uh, Grand Theft Auto V movement. That's yeah, I, I don't like care. that in games. Let me, let me just turn on a dime. Okay, Wait, but I'm... Like, are you going to, like, push a light switch on it? On a dime? Could you explain this? I, I don't, I don't, I'm not following. In Grand Theft Auto V and games with those kind of movement controls, if you if you're facing one direction and you point it in the opposite direction. You're not immediately facing oh, you're just the opposite turn direction. around? Yeah, you need to physically turn around. Like, take the two or three seconds to turn around. And I like, hate that. Like an actual human being would do? Yeah, like an actual human being would do. And I Come hate on. it. <clears throat> it's a, I, it's a video game. Yes, it's a video game. I want my... Like in Bloodborne, if you press that stick up, if you're facing toward, this, toward the player, you're fucking... You're facing the other way immediately. I like it. I, I, I like my video games to be able to do video gamey things that I can't do in real life. That, that's a bit of a nitpick. I don't I, it is. I, it is very. I really notice. I mean, I know what you're talking about now. Like, I, I can see. I can visualize. But it's. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I'm just saying the movement's not so good in the fucking game. Like when we were talking about things feeling good, the game doesn't feel good. It wouldn't bother uh, me so much if the 
buildings weren't, like, realistically sized. You were always fucking running into tables and shit while trying to loot everyone's house. <laughs> yeah. I am the it, table. In the sense that I'm talking about more, you know, five years down the line, I think I could go back and play The Witcher 3, whereas... I don't think I could go back now and play Resident Evil 1. Well, I mean, you're also really far behind right now. Because they have kind of fixed the movement in the most recent patch that PS4 and PC got that Xbox One apparently will never get. (laughs) They, They kind of did fix the movement a little bit, so it is a lot less janky. Why did you buy it for 360? For the one, I'm sorry. I always forget that the one exists. Because I didn't buy it. Oh, okay. I bought it. I got I got a review code, so... Oh, he okay. He was using his, his uh, dialogue options, and he decided to set <laughs> up somebody. And he got it, and he was like, Yo, me and Uma, we's going fuck. <laughs> oh, God. I thought like they kind of imply that that's what it's they're doing before It's very hard to tell with like these console patches, like which one's going to get it first. Like Mortal Kombat X had a patch that came out on Xbox One first, and it came on PS4 the next day. Like, it's very hard to tell. It's hard to tell because I mean, so, like a lot of like the Xbox Store gets like their downloads for the every Tuesday earlier than PSN does. Yeah, yeah, PSN doesn't come to like. Midday, yeah, like three o'clock. It's freaking that's crazy. Like, that's like, and Xbox will have it like midnight Eastern Standard Time, and you're just like, oh well. But that, I, I think it's just how the stores are operated and stuff like that. So there's advantages with each system. It you know. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I don't know how far behind you are on the Xbox One now, because from the way I understand it. With Microsoft's uh, policies being what they are on, yo, pay money so you are allowed to put your patch out because fuck you, Microsoft. Love us, XOXO. (laughs) P.S. Quit saying Bill Gates is associated with us because he's not anymore. Microsoft. Uh, I don't know why everything's so far behind with them, though. Like, I don't think it's that far behind. It's honestly. not that far behind at all. Oh, I, I thought they were on like 1.02 or whatever. Well, everything was Oh, okay. So you guys are, are there then. So, yeah, yeah, the movement, the the controls or the movement feels better or should feel better to you now. Should. Yeah, and they're going to continue to improve stuff until that game's... You know. Well, fuck, I'd, I'd hope so, considering they fixed, like, a major bug that I was bitching about, and then the next day there was the patch for it. Yeah. They're definitely paying attention to the community and what's what's happening and what's going on. Yeah. So I know they've even, uh, even done stuff to where you can't, uh, if there's, like, a treasure chest near, like, a candle, it'll it now makes it so that you don't hit the candle anymore, and you just go for the treasure chest. So they've done stuff like that to fix a lot of the jankiness of that sort of thing. So CD project reds on top of it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they're giving you free DLC every week is pretty cool too. Even if it's just like a small, small thing or like a mission, like it's, it's still cool that they're doing that. Yeah. It, it seems like, uh, I don't, I don't know guys, but, there's some video game companies out there that do this thing called um, microtransactions. Oh 
No, no. I was going to say this thing called like fan appreciation. I know most game companies haven't heard of it, <laughs> but it sounds like CD Projekt Red appreciates their fans. Yeah, absolutely. And and you see other games like I mean, look at for example, look at the next Batman game coming out. Oh God! Mm. Look at all the pre-order bonuses. Like ridiculous. Like what? Like basically, if you wanted to get every skin for that game, you would have to buy that game like seventeen times. Yeah, that it, makes like, me so so sad. Yeah, like what is it? Red Hoods at GameStop. Um, I forgot. Guys, Best Buy. You don't have to buy it that many times. This is the funny part. You ready for this? There will be before this is like in a couple months. This is a rock steady game. Okay, they do a game of the year edition because yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> And there will be a lot of, this time, purple writing all over the front. <laughs> Why purple? I don't know, because I chose purple. And it'll have, like, all these stupid quotes, and it'll have Killer all that content. Edition. Killer Moth Edition. Game game of the Moth Edition. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much true. If you want to wait, you know, for to play it, then yeah. Red Hood yeah. at GameStop. Prototype Batmobiles at Walmart. Wayne Tech Booster Pack, whatever the hell that is. It's at Best Buy. Dark Knight Returns and Batman Beyond skins are Amazon. I mean, Steam. That, sorry. Oh, that made me so fucking pissed. I love my TVKR skin. See, this is why we need another podcast to talk about these kinds of things as well. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to Batman eventually. Just, just give, me, give me a hot minute. I opened up... Worse than I thought it was. <laughs> But but honestly, like like that's that's something that CD Projekt Red isn't doing, and that's it to seems be like fair though. That's not I I can't fault the developers entirely for that. That's publishers. That's the publishers' domain mostly. Well, yeah, of course. That's the publishers and and them needing to make deals with retailers and retailers. But did anybody notice the publisher on The Witcher Three? Yeah, it's WB. Yeah, well, but that, then the consoles. That's for the consoles. Well, yes. Yeah. But, okay, so I, if, if I opened up the case to a brand new Witcher 3 game, <clears throat> this is literally the first thing you pull out. You slip a paper that literally just says CD Projekt Red and has, like, a Kokobo on crack on the front of it. <laughs> if you flip it over, it says, first of all, we'd like to thank you for your support. We really appreciate... Oh, sorry. Dear Gamer... First of all, we would like to thank you for your support. We really appreciate that you have decided to spend your hard-earned money on our game and hope that you will have fun, have a fun time playing it. Over 200 of us spent the last three years working on the three wild hunt. And it is with great pleasure and humility that we present our game to you. At CD Projekt Red, we believe that when you buy our games, you are entitled to continuous... Free support updates, patches, and bits of new and amazing content. Notice they said free in there. That's interesting, huh? <laughs> we, uh, we owe you that for believing in us, purchasing our game. To thank you, we prepared something really special. 16 DLCs for you to download totally free of charge, regardless of the platform or edition of the game you own. We salute you. For your support, and wish you a fantastic next generation of RPG gaming. CD Project Red. 
Like, that shoves a major, gigantic, floppy cock in the throat <laughs> and ass of every fucking other game company out there right now because they're basically saying, yo, we owe you. We're yeah. game developers, and you guys are supporting us and keeping us alive, and we owe you. You guys shouldn't be owing us all the time. Yeah, and and their CEO actually went out and did a really big thank yep. you uh, note to everybody when they sold four million copies. Yeah, their CEO. I mean, that's like no other company does that. I think it's I think it's probably the culture. CD Projekt Red is a Polish developer. It's Eastern Europe, and not like yeah. um, hate the guys who made Hatred. Polish developers. Uh, in the credits of their game, it says thank you to nobody. Besides Lord Gaben. Besides who? Lord Gaben. <laughs> it literally says thank. It literally says thank you to nobody besides Lord. Gaben. And you know what? Uh, they probably deserve having their game suck. So anyway, <laughs> well, you know, how many people? At least from what I hear, it's just not good. <laughs> but. But like that's what that's what a you know that's uh you know Polish culture. Yeah, I'm just saying. Look, an American developer would never do that. Oh yeah, well probably not. I mean, a, a American AAA publisher like an indie developer might. I was going to say yeah, like a AAA developer. No, indie developers all the fucking time it happens. But yeah, I mean that's like. That's a whole different story altogether. It's like I mean, CD like, Projekt like, Red is like there's little, there's always like those little like glimpses of humanity in a lot of game developers and publishers. Like fucking what was it like a couple of years ago? Nintendo reported another loss, shocker. But like Awada cut his salary <laughs> in half. Just I said like, we're sorry. Keep, we're gonna keep on making bad games, so I'm cutting my salary in half. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, you know, at least, you know, some CEOs are willing to take, you know, responsibility for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's true. And plus, I don't think CD Projekt Red has assholes in suits telling them what they can and can't do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they don't. I mean, last time I knew, they were basically an independent company. Yeah, they're not, they're not like dice. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't dice. <laughs> Like I that's just those guys. <laughs> I I don't. When you put yourself into that kind of situation, it's your own goddamn fault. <laughs> but there's something special about the way they're handling everything. And, and like, okay, it wasn't uh, apparently if it wasn't good enough that they put out probably one of the greatest RPGs of all time. They were also thankful to fans and said, you know what, we're going to push this game back a little bit, and we're going to make this game as good as we can. And is it going to be buggy? Fuck yeah. But guess what? We're going to keep on fixing it. They've obviously been working on these patches still and felt comfortable releasing. It, they just, they've done everything right. Yeah. They even seemed a little bit, like, legitimately bummed out whenever people were like, what's with the graphics downgrade from, like, two years ago in the short video? They, they even seemed, like, bummed out that people, like, oh, we made this thing and someone didn't like it. I'm sorry that we couldn't be better. 
Yeah, well, I mean, they just... They care about their audience. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to they care about their audience, whereas a lot of publishers, even if they do, they don't really convey it to the, to their audience. Yeah. They care about their shareholders more than they care about their audience. They care about, <laughs> yeah. they care about their audience's wallets. I mean, that, that's kind of the downside, too, of being a publicly traded company, is that you do have to care about your shareholders yeah. and stocks and stuff like that. So Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely feels like this is a game that they cared about. This is a game that, that deserves all the praise it gets. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, an, it's an incredible game, and the, it keeps you interested throughout. And, and, and yeah, there's 200 hours in this game. Fleshed out that much, and it's all quality content. It's yeah. There's really not a whole lot of filler. I mean, I guess you know the monster nests and stuff are kind of filler, but like it, it doesn't feel like it when you're playing. I was gonna say yeah. that doesn't feel like filler. Yeah. Nothing feels like filler at all. Like I want to be in this world, and I don't want to leave it. And and that's like an old-timey fucking world where my grandfather was still alive. I don't I don't want to I don't want to leave this world though. Like it's so fucking amazing what's going on in The Witcher 3. Yeah. Everything's so fucking special. Everything feels so uh, magical. Yes, there's people doing magic and shit, but I mean magical in the sense of like this is fucking special. There's something tremendous about it that yeah. I don't feel like has been done before. And if it has somebody, please point that out to me because this game completely outdid my expectations, even though they've like already set our expectations that high, they were able to live up to it. Like is no man's sky going to be able to live up to what they're saying? Probably not. But the Witcher three is going to be one of those games that basically did the Peter Molyneux and lived up to it while a lot of these other games are going to fail. Like, you know, at this point in time, statistically speaking, probably we're at like 99% failure rate when it comes to succeeding at these gigantic promises. While this game's the one in 21 and one. I agree. It's it's just an incredible game. You should just go out and buy it. And I say let let's uh let's wrap this up with this. So how awesome is Gwent? I haven't I played Gwent yet. I've been playing the shit out of it, dude. I play the shit out of Gwent. It is awesome. If they if they released a separate app for it and you could just play Gwent online like it was Hearthstone, I'd be yeah. like, yeah. I'm I'm doing that. So yeah, I would do just that. Like, uh, like so many people, just like if Gwent was like an actual thing, like I would quit Hearthstone forever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fixed then because I haven't played it because uh, I think it was Giant Bomb was talking about the fact that it was broken really fucking bad. I haven't really had any issues with it. Okay, so it, all right, it must be working then. Uh, I think it was. Brad that was talking about it, and he said that it was really fucking broken and they were talking... No, 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 it was like... (laughs) It wasn't wasn't allowing his game to save afterwards or something. Yeah, he probably just... Uh, Okay. Alright. It must have been something that got fixed. I never had any issues with it. 
So uh, okay, fine. I'll hop into it then. And I'll- yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. Like I I could sit there for hours and just play Gwent. Yeah. It, I, I, it needs a better name. I don't think I don't like Gwent. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty bad name. You're sounds not. Gonna, sounds like an STD. Was it you down with Gwent? Hey, girl. Let's let's get Gwent together. <laughs> Yo, girl. Do you mind if I rub my Gwent on your chin? No, I don't know. I think it's a great name. All of a sudden, after I said that, <laughs> I, it's it's probably the best game name ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> I haven't touched it yet. So so I should probably start building a deck. I'm guessing. Totally. Yeah. Start playing the shit out of it, man. By the it's so fun. Like that. That'll add to the 200 hours tremendously. Yeah. Damn. Play everybody that you can. Okay, I I I will I will have to do this. Except yeah. for uh, I already failed a, a, a main Gwent. Gwent. Um, you'll get you'll get that card anyway. Yeah. on, so don't worry about it. All right, so I think you guys must know which one I'm talking about. I know which one you're talking about. The Sleep Early Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right back. Yeah, the big guy. Actually, you don't even need to wait until later. You can just like go to his house and be like, "Hey, I'm taking your shit now." Uh, he's not in charge of his house anymore. Oh well, you're doing something different. And mine, he uh, he decided to go hang out with a tree. Yeah, he's. But you, you sh- there's a certain point where you can go back into the mansion and recover it. So. Oh, I can go back into the mansion. It's just not. There, you'll you'll end up getting a quest prompt for it at some point. I said I failed the Gwent quest for it. It it, it will say that, but then it will tell you that they, that it, yeah, you'll get it. You it'll switch to it'll switch. It. See, I'm not I'm not back to him yet. He uh, went to go help his wife, and uh, you know I told him to go with her. And I haven't seen him yet because I've been uh, trying to get some of the other quest line done that I couldn't previously because of that quest breaking bug. It was like literally a main quest line that it, that bug fucked up. Yeah. So I had to uh, I, I, I had to go back and do that. The pyres of Novigrad or something it was called. Yeah. So I'm I'm having to go back and do that whole quest line now, and I, I guess eventually I'll get back to Skella, whatever they call it. Skellige. Yeah, there you go. It's basically Scotland is what it really is. If we're going to be real with ourselves, so I, I'm I, I will be going back there soon. I I fought a couple of gigantic monsters that totally one hitted me. But uh that place seems nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty charming. Yeah. Lots, lots of big, water. Big big monsters, lots of water. Uh I haven't I haven't seen as many uh uh what do you call those? Swamp hogs. Drummers. <laughs> The water hogs. Water hogs. There you go. That's what I call Water hags. They're hags. Yeah, I, I got that eventually after Travis yeah. told me that's what it was. <laughs> like, for, for like a week, I had been calling them water hogs because 
I, I don't know. I I was working, don't know how to read. I was working like sixty three <laughs> hours a week and was really tired when I did get to play it. I was like, I spent $60 on this. I'd like to play it. <laughs> I'm really into this. Like, okay, so The Witcher 3 has gotten me into a lot of different things. I, I <clears throat> This is going to be really sad for me to admit because of my hatred for certain things, guys. I've been watching an anime. Why, 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 why is that a bad thing? Because anime. I hate anime because anime is ugly and lazy. You fucking I, just don't, I don't understand how it's ugly and lazy. But the animation's bad. It's called anime. It's called anime, and it's it has bad animation all the, animation, the time. Most anim, in most animes, there's no worse than Western animation. Modern Western animation. I don't know. Somehow, those things miss more frames than. I don't. Know. Anyway, continue on with your story. <laughs> it, it it made me look for more things that were like The Witcher, to me, or or that the internet was like, "Yo, this is kind of like The Witcher," and uh, found a series called Helsing. I know what that is. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty, but it's meh. You're meh. It's like, meh. <laughs> like, The Witcher made me want to watch that because, you know, it has, like, monster hunting and it's what the guy does. And I've seen everything and read everything there is to do with Hellboy. So, like, you know, obviously I need something different because, you know. You, you'd probably like Berserk. That's a great manga. I don't even know what... um um um. A Ranga Manga is. A Manga, it's a Japanese comic book. Topanga? No, Topanga, Topanga, Topanga. Yes. I, I, I don't know, but I, I just, I want to, I want more of this kind of stuff happening right now because The Witcher 3 is that fucking good. Like, what a fucking turn on. Twist my fucking nipples, slap me in the eyeball, and then spit in my mouth. I don't give a fuck. Just give me more Witcher 3. Read Berserk. But we'll have expansions come October and then uh, January, I think. So, what about Is it? Do you think that because it's so far away that they're actually like working on it after it's released? They're not spending time on that before the game is even done. I think so. I think they probably started working on it after the game went gold. That's, that's pay- what I thought. Is this the paid DLC stuff? Yeah, yeah, the expansion okay. pass shit. Yeah, they're actually ex- expansion packs that are going to add 30 hours to the game. Yeah, I'm going to pay out of my dick hole for this shit. I'm just I'm going to go fuck crazy. Well, on luckily, it. you only have to pay $25. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the season pass? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to definitely get that. I think that... Uh, wow, that's... Yeah. Wow, $25 for two expansion packs that will add 30-plus hours per expansion to the game. I think, isn't it a, a combined 30 hours? I think it's a combined. Yeah, I, don't think I, I think it's something that one's 10, one's 20. Even so, even so, that's a lot more. How much did, like, Destiny's expansions cost? Oh, probably, I mean, 20. how many hours did it add? Not, yeah, not that many. <laughs> so People bought Destiny? Even we were talking about Batman before, I don't know how much you're supposed to be getting with that $40. One. 
Yeah, neither do I. I saw a list of shit, but I don't actually know how... It's probably going to be mostly challenge stuff, though, which is... Which I don't like, use at all, because um, I'm just... I did the Arkham Asylum challenges. I liked those, but I never touched the Arkham City ones. Which the stealth cool. ones are fun, but they all, they're always adding fight ones, and I just don't care. Maybe I'm crazy, but are, are is that the only ones they've announced? There's, like, just two things coming out? For Witcher? For Witcher? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just okay. the two ones. That that's what they're saying. That's what they've announced. Yeah. Okay, so this is the last Witcher game, supposedly. Yes. I and it did that fucking well. I guarantee there's going to be more than that. I'm willing to bet Marcus's life on it. <laughs> sure, there will be. Honestly, I'm I'm down for a Witcher four if they want to make it. I don't care. We do have Cyberpunk 2077, which I want to know more about. I yeah, that's true. I think that they split up the team to work on that, though. Yeah, they did. Okay. So. They're, they're, we're not going to get any news on that anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and until then, we'll probably have Fallout 4 to play. Very sure. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think that pretty much wraps up our Witcher 3 discussion. No, it doesn't. Our talked in depth about Batman. Uh, we talked about Eric's dislike for everything good. <laughs> I, no, that's not true. I dislike you like crazy. So. <laughs> well, I dislike some really bad things, universally bad things. Well, no, you just proved my point. Okay, so so with that, Travis, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitters, on the YouTubes, at hashtag... What just happened? Did you say hashtag Kate? <laughs> I was going to say hashtag Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can reach... Reach Travis on Twitter using hashtag Kate. <laughs> I don't understand the joke. I, did, I don't think it, it was meant to be a joke. No, it was just a dumb thing. It happened. Uh, Jovan, where can people find you? Uh, some, uh, somewhere. Oh, no. Somewhere over the rainbow is Jovan. Yep. <laughs> Eric, where can people find you? Uh, uh, the man who is at Marcus this thing? I don't know. No. I, the man who game zero, I think. <laughs> there you go. The man the man who eats trip zero. You can find me there. Uh, also at Indie Luchador, at 8-Bit Dragon, at Fatty Travi. Probably. Yeah, I do believe that. It's his Twitter. And uh, I, I think so. Also, you can find me twitch.tv or twitch.tv backslash indie luchador or something. Yes. I'm not sure. URL. You don't your own URL. Okay. I'm I'm rarely streaming right now because Witcher 3 and I want that game to myself. And also, Gerald is a great main character. Gerald is great. Gerald of River. Gerald of the River is love. Gerald of the River is life. All right, and you can find me 
at Trevor Oz. That's O S Z. Um, and you can, and we do a lot of stuff on SpiderDuck.net and more stuff incoming. So new shows coming. Yeah. So pay attention. We'll have more stuff off. Lots more comic uh, stuff, maybe. Yeah, if, if Travis would write it. So. I'm, I'm working on two. It might become a thing. Sweet. And, and also, maybe a wrestling thing about uh, Lucha Underground coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, from a, from an indie Lucha Underground? Yeah, the, like every week, a new article just, every week. I want to do other wrestling shows, too. Well, it's not going to be like a podcast. It's going to be like a written article thing. Oh, you're going to write? I think I might write, yeah. He's going to write, people. Are you going to write about Hulk Hogan's sex tape? I, you know what, maybe. You're going to write about CM Punk trashing Hogan on Twitter? He did it in the video. He did it on Twitter as well. He did both. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I might. I don't know. Both, both were pretty good. I might write something about Lucha Underground because... He got 31. I'm 32. There, there's a lot of things that, now that I'll have more time because I'm back to my old job, that we can probably do. And I'm very open to doing. And also, it's yes. a new interview next week. I took this week off from sending an interview out. So, new interview next week. Sounds good. Pay attention. SpiderDuck.net. Look for everything there. Subscribe to everything on iTunes. Rate it. Review it. That's what all the cool kids do. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. Thanks for listening. (laughs) We're terrible at endings. Goodbye. Jovan has a huge cock.